Grace, mercy, and peace be to you from God our Father and from our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. Please be seated. Twelve years ago, my left Achilles tendon snapped. A clean break, the surgeon told me. After surgical repair and about eight weeks off of work, I returned to work in a wheelchair. I was a manager of a Walmart at the time. But when you're in a wheelchair at Walmart, you have a completely different perspective on things. Everyone you talk to is up there. Forget trying to reach anything on the top shelf. But I was not a shopper. I I was responsible for the operations of the store, including its cleanliness, while three feet off the ground in a wheelchair. Do you have any idea how dirty the floor of a Walmart is? And under the bottom shelf, pacifiers? Socks and shoes, broken bottles of ketchup, broken bottles of salad dressing, broken jars of salsa, mounds of dust permanently caked in by floor wax because the guys overnight didn't seem to want to sweep and mop before waxing. Three feet off the ground in a wheelchair. This presents a problem of managing anything higher than four feet off the ground. And if, if I were perfectly following the doctor's orders, anything higher than this would be completely off limits. I could not see anything higher than the top two or three shelves. I was blind at half my job. In that wheelchair, I I was down. And I was low. I was sitting almost all the time, and it was frustrating. For me to be able to get up without pain and without crutches, I needed healing. For me not to feel low and be frustrated, I needed to be healed. I didn't think I needed physical therapy. I I didn't think I really needed to sit in that wheelchair for an entire 12 weeks. I tried to rise up myself. I demanded to be able to see anything I wanted to. Period. And I ended up back in surgery. To repair what I have rebroken. After that, I ended up right back where I started three feet off the ground in that wheelchair. I was physically low. I was spiritually low. I was physically blind at half my job. And I was spiritually blind, for my pride had been completely deflated. This posture I held was as low as that I could ever imagine. I felt like I was just slammed to the ground. This posture 
is held by many in this church. Consider of what you've experienced these past few months. The sick, the dying, the diseases. Have you seen how our prayer list has doubled in this past couple of weeks? Satan has attempted to slam us down to the ground. Our posture's low. Our souls are blind. Because we sit and we wait for what's next. Our hearts are anxious. There's always that terrifying proposition of not just what's next, but who is next. Bartimaeus, a blind beggar, the son of Timaeus, was sitting by the roadside. Unable to see, sitting in the filthy dirt and begging. This lowness, this blindness, and spiritual brokenness, this is the expression of our standing. This is the expression of our status before God. And when Bartimaeus heard that it was Jesus of Nazareth, he began to cry out and say, Jesus, son of David, Eliason, have mercy on me. Jesus, son of David, have mercy on us. Have mercy on this congregation. Have mercy on your people. Have mercy on us. There's so much sick and suffering. Let us all turn to Jesus and repent and beg that the Son of David turns to us. Bartimaeus, he was rebuked. Rebuked for this crying out of Eliasan, have mercy. The king cannot be bothered, not with your simple problems. Every, every congregation has sicknesses. Every congregation has diseases. Everyone's feeling mighty low. But Bartimaeus and this congregation do not stop crying out. In fact, we cry out louder. Like Bartimaeus, we cry out all the more. We cry out for the son of David, Eliasan, have mercy on us. And if we, if we shall be rebuked for our crying out of mercy, then no one shall be able to even count how often we will cry out, have mercy on us, Jesus. And while we sit and wait, while we expect our king to Stop the illnesses, stop the sicknesses, stop the diseases, stop the death. While we expect Jesus of Nazareth to put an end to cancer, put an end to heart disease, put an end to dementia, put an end to this pandemic. While we sit and wait, Jesus stops 
and calls us. The son of David, our expected king, does not rebuke us. Jesus did not even rebuke Bartimaeus' title for Jesus being the son of David. The earthly king, the son of David, another Solomon, was expected. But the godly king responded with mercy. Jesus stopped and called to Bartimaeus. Call him. Jesus directed this to be done through his disciples, through his future preachers. Jesus stops and calls upon the people that are begging for mercy. Call them through pastors. The message passed from Jesus to the disciples to Bartimaeus. And the message passed from Jesus to me to you is, take heart, get up. He is calling you. You know, the remarkable part of this, this is the only time in the entire Bible that the words, take heart, are spoken by anyone anyone else other than Jesus. Take heart was a common message of Jesus Christ himself. Take heart had been heard by the disciples several times before this. Jesus is the one who said, Take heart, it is I, as he was walking on water. Jesus is the one who heals the paralytic and said, Take heart, my son, your sins are forgiven. Jesus is the one who said to the bleeding woman, Take heart, my daughter, your faith has made you well. And to his disciples, just before the crucifixion, Jesus said, In this world you will have tribulation, but take heart, I have overcome the world. St. Paul, this message is for you. Take heart. Get up. He is calling you. And throwing off his cloak, Bartimaeus sprang up and came to Jesus. Because at that moment, the sins of Bartimaeus were forgiven. Bartimaeus was still blind. What was needed most was given first. The disciples, these future pastors, they were not good at healing diseases. This we know. Likewise, this pastor cannot end COVID. I, can, I have no powers over healing heart disease or getting rid of cancers. If you are blind or if you're in a wheelchair, I cannot restore your sight. I cannot give you the power to stand up. But for those of you who cry out all the more, Eliasan, Jesus, son of David, have mercy on us. For those of you crying out for mercy, this message has been passed from Jesus to me to you. I forgive you all your sins. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Take heart. Throw off your heavy cloak. 
cast the burden from your shoulders and spring up. Like Bartimaeus, who threw off his heavy cloak. And just nine verses after that, in Mark chapter 11, was Palm Sunday, where the disciples threw off their burdensome cloaks. All of the cloaks, all of the burdens, all of the sins of the entire world were thrown onto a colt. These burdensome cloaks were secured by Jesus. Many more even threw threw their burdensome cloaks into the road. The burden was lifted. The sins of the entire world were to be carried by Jesus of Nazareth into Jerusalem. Your burdens, your cloaks, were carried onto the cross. The burden of all sin has been forgiven for you. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Hosanna in the highest. Now it is time for Jesus of Nazareth to open the eyes of Bartimaeus. Now it is time for Jesus to open our eyes. We're all blind. We're all needy. We're all low. We are dependent on the mercy of the Lord. But Jesus says, you are well. Go your way. It is your faith that has made you well. Jesus stopped and called you to faith, and your faith has saved you. Now, yes, you are saved. You are saved. And you and Bartimaeus now follow Jesus on his way. The fulfillment that took place with Bartimaeus in Mark was a fulfillment of Isaiah chapter 35, a fulfillment done by Jesus Christ. Isaiah is also being fulfilled in you now by Jesus Christ. Today, Jesus gives me this very direct command and this message for all of us surrounded by suffering. Say to those who have an anxious heart, be strong, fear not. Behold, your God will come with vengeance, with a recompense of God. He will come and save you. Then the eyes of the blind shall be opened and the ears of the deaf unstopped. Then shall the lame man leap like a deer, and the tongue of the mute sing for joy. For waters break forth in the wilderness, and streams in the desert. The burning sand shall become a pool, and the thirsty ground springs of water. In the haunt of jackals where they lie down, the grass shall become reeds and rushes. And a highway shall be there, and it shall be called the way of holiness. The unclean shall not pass over it. It shall belong to those who walk on the way. Even if they are fools, they shall not go astray. No lion shall be there, nor shall any ravenous beast come up on it. They shall not be found there. 
but the redeemed shall walk there. And the ransomed of the Lord shall return and come to Zion with singing. Everlasting joy shall be upon their heads. They shall obtain gladness and joy, and sorrow and sighing shall flee away. At one time, you were blind, but now you see. So take heart. Get up. He is calling you. Your sins have been forgiven. Have courage in the Lord. Be bold in your continuous crying out for mercy. Have confidence in Christ. Dare to stand up for your God. Get up and proclaim the good news of Jesus Christ to the world. For the Son of David has stopped to call you. In the name of Jesus, amen.